The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. Seatbelt light lit up The pilot's voice came on He said we're losing power Please everyone stay calm We've notified Atlanta We'll get there if we can That's the closest runway Big enough for us to land Cause I sure wish I had A little more time To say some things I should have Time to do some things I could have. God, I'd give anything for a little more time. God, I'd give anything for a little more time.
you've heard a little bit about things and how people have died. And in dying, they realize that they had regrets. They'd like to go back over their life and change things or do things they never had opportunity to do. What would take you to think that you need a little more time? At what point would you need something in your life that you would change things? The pattern of how you live, how you've been going on without changing it now. And what would be that motivation? What would be an airplane and a pilot saying we're losing power? Brace yourself. Do you want to wait for something like that? There's a book that came out years ago called The Day After. In that book, actually it was a movie, but it was a book similar to it, that after people watched it, people were panicking. And the day after, of course, was after I think it was a nuclear explosion, a complete breakdown in the culture. And people really watching it had the motivation to reflect on, wow, what's going to happen? We know our lady is not here for a picnic. We know she just said the church was persecuted, but it grew. She also said the church has been betrayed. This is prophetic, and this is for future. When does the church grow? When it's persecuted. When do Christians have to make a stand when they have no more time for Christ or against Christ? This is the moment. So in this movie, people were forced to think about what of the future. So when the secrets are released and they come about, are you going to regret that you had not patterned your life to be prepared for it? Our lady says, be ready. Just think about those words. Why would the queen of heaven come down and say, and be ready? And this is being ready for something, some kind of event, some kind of correction to the world that's coming. The secrets are about that. The purpose is to prove the apparitions of his presence and to break the power of the devil. When a war and a battle's been going on for years, or even a century, France had over a hundred year war. Where is the fierce part of the battle? It's where one overtakes the other. And probably the most casualties. Look at Normandy. How fierce that was. How many people died. So don't think the triumph's going to be all cozy and nice. We're headed for battle. So when the secrets come to pass, our lady said Satan's power will be broken. We got battle. We got to fight. We got things that's going to happen with that. But we're not reflecting. Do we need a movie to make us get motivated to follow our lady correctly now? And what she's asking us to do and change the direction of our life? Oh, well, you have to wait to have the mentality that after the secrets, you'll change things, which you won't be able to correct what's in the past, just like on a deathbed. You don't have any more time. Our lady's here to give us a little more time. But time is passing. And she said, quote, you are not time's master. What do you think she's telling you? It's not enough to go to Mass. It's not enough to go to adoration and pray. 
She wants works. We hear the Protestants constantly saying it's not by works, but by faith. Our lady is repeatedly saying to work. I want to see your works. I'm calling for works. The earth is in trouble. The civilizations of the world are in trouble. And so we're called to reflect on everything. What we're supposed to be in preparation for the secrets. And none of us won't be free of regrets. We here in community will wish there were some things we had done. But one thing is if we know we're doing 100% in efforts, that will give us our consolation. A supporter, Mike, from Connecticut, contacted us recently. He wrote to us and said, Hi, have you seen the stock market? Wow. Boy, am I sorry I pulled my money out of it back in 2009. I made that decision based on what the Medianomics show and Caritas was recommending. Yes, I love my silver, but man, I would have tripled my savings. At the least, I wished I'd left it in longer and pulled it out now. For now, it's painful seeing the market soar, and silver has done nothing but go down since investing in it. Blessings. Well, this is a fair question, or even a rejection against what we propagate here. If you're wanting to invest, everyone knows the story of the tortoise and the rabbit. Or hare, if you're English. Who won? Who won in the end? The tortoise did. He was on solid ground. The rabbit was fast, moving, resting, taking his pleasures and entertaining. But the tortoise never stopped. So that's somewhat of an answer to this question. But I'll go deeper into it. Because I think it's... It merits to be answered. And again, it's a fair question. The purpose of silver that we propagated is for saving wealth. What is wealth if it's just in an investment? You don't really have the wealth. It's just on paper. It's just out there. You say, well, I own the stock. I own this. Do you really own Caterpillar when you do that? No, you own a share. What is a share? It's all complicated, so advanced in the way it's explained and how it works, that it's not simple. God's simple. Investments like this, one day you're rich, one day you're dirt poor. Lose everything. You think the people who were in stock markets in 1929 were not smart, were not millionaires, and actually billionaires compared to today, and the dollar value, and inflation. And what do you think about 2008? We had a crash recently in our memory. That was pretty painful, seeing the market soar. And what silver has not done. No, what's painful is all the people calling us in the 2008 crash, crying. Some even thinking they want to take their lives. They lost half their investments, half their retirement, all their investments, all their retirements. And this is fresh. Investments and what's taking place is like a thief in the night. You think it's there. Is it going to stay there? Is it that solid? We've never advocated, I've never advocated that your goal is silver. 
Silver, I repeatedly have said, is a means today to immediately safeguard yourself from the volatility of investments and losses. You have losses through banner cash, which is resulting in electronic money. We've done a program about that. Money that does not exist is an antichrist system that will eventually control buying and selling. You question this? You know what just came out in the news yesterday? Tweeter. They monitor everything going in and out. And you thought you had privacy. You thought it was protected. It's already been said. People are going to be shocked what they tweeted, pictures they sent, personal pictures what they sent. It's been given out and being used for political agenda for the left. And you're going to trust electronic investments and that savings will be there even in the event of a crash. It's a system that evil will gravitate to. It's biblical. Eventually somewhere, and Satan wants to do it now, or he's here to interrupt that, but it's in his mind. It's in his heart. It's in his plans. In the event of a crash, there won't be electronic money or money in the bank. In the 2008 crash, the government bailed out the banks. In the next crash, your savings will be bailing out the bank. Your investments will. Don't think they're going to take a loss. Think and reason about all these things. Mike says in the letter, I would have tripled my savings. At the least, I wish I left it in longer and pulled it out now. I remember seeing a picture of some guys gambling, four or five guys, and they were going in together. And they won a quarter of a million dollars. And the picture shows after they won it how jubilant they were, how excited they were. They were it was crazy. And you know what that did? It gave them a fever. We were this lucky. Why don't we bet that quarter of a million dollars again and double it, or not double it, quadruple it four times and get a million dollars? They deceived themselves. I'd agreed. We're this lucky. What happens if we get a million dollars? They wasn't reasoning out the consequences. The next picture show them when they did that and they lost. You should see their faces. How stupid. How dumb. That what the jubilation they just had and being on safe ground, take the money and run with it. They self-deceased themselves. I agreed. And so saying, I would have tripled my savings at least. I wish I left it in longer and pulled it out. You wouldn't pull it out. I talked a couple of weeks ago about a friend who's made millions in the stock market. Well, have you put silver away? Because I've been telling him to do that. Well, I got $25,000 over the silver. He's not making too much money. See, it's like at the gambling table. When you make that kind of money, when do you come out? How do you know when to come out? Everything's going good. Everything's going great. Let's make this happen. We can win. We can win. You don't win. Number one, I like said, what doesn't glorify God is not going to last and it's going to fall apart. Take that to the bank to make you reason out what's going to be there when it happens. But you got an objection to that. Because silver could be just held, just like what Jesus says in the Bible, who the master told his three servants, give one of the servants five talents or silver, the second two, and the third one. 
The five, he turned in double it. The second doubled his two. And the one with one silver piece buried it. And he was condemned for doing that. But this is a parable 2,000 years ago. We didn't have stock markets. We didn't have investments. We didn't have these kinds of things. You have to safeguard. Not everything's an investment. And so for saying, for now, it's painful seeing the stock market soar and silver has done nothing but go down since investing in it. Can't be applied in that way. Silver's more like the tortoise. It's solid. It's not an investment. It's an immediate safeguard. And also, secondly, a purpose of sanctifying your money for a higher purpose for conversion. A sinner's. And those who don't know the love of God, as well as those who do know the love of God. That's what the miraculous measure around was produced for. But going to a third point that needs to be made, is silver something you can buy immediately, safeguard what you have, and be the tortoise, and when things crash, it's there. Don't worry about it. We've never advocated this as an investment. I've never pretended to be that way. If you get a billion dollars, okay, go buy silver, go buy gold, buy the land, and, and do whatever you want to do. But all that can go down. Even land can become worthless. You know what the real value of land is in 1929 when it was being inflated? What it dropped back down to? To its real worth. Rural land is worth two to $300 an acre. In Iowa, they're paying $10,000. It's not worth that much. It's speculation. Because we're looking for investing. And it's really air. It's not real. It's in a crash. A crash is simply this. Everything returning back to its real value. In other words, a pair of Roman boots made for a soldier 2,000 years ago takes the same energies and effort and input as now. They're worth the same thing. They cost the same thing. Well, what about robots and mechanical machines? It's still there. The value of what the value is is there. The value of silver is what it is and gold what it is. What is silver's value? The same as gold. How can you say that? Because there's a principle that silver is 10 to 15 times more in the earth than gold. So it takes, say, let's say 10 ounces to equal what the value of gold is. Or it takes one piece of gold to meet the value of 10 to 15 pieces of silver. Because of the rarity of it, it's actually worth the same thing. But right now, silver is 65, maybe 75 times out of balance of the value of gold. It's suppressed. So in a correction, silver is going to come up in its value and purchasing power, and gold will not go up in from what it is, because it's where it is. We don't reflect. We don't think. We don't look at what's going to happen when we wish we had a little more time. Are you waiting for the purpose of something to shake you as if you're time's master and you can figure this all out? Don't regret the stock markets. I have no interest. We've had people even wanting us to be invested in it. We won't do it. Number one is unjust gain. And you say, well, we have a lot of people follow Kiritas in stock markets. We know that. And we're not condemning you for that. But you reason this out. 
we are to earn our money. Because when we start doing it a different way and just making money off money, usury goes out into a thousand avenues that's really not in the grace of God. So we've got a corrupt system. And you have to lay this corrupt system on the words of Our Lady, quoting and saying these words. Everything is falling apart. Everything is passing. And then she tells us, continuing this quote, what is going to be here? Only the glory of God remains. This is prophetic. This is saying a crash is coming. All institutions, all establishments, everything you think is stable, everything that looks like too big to fall, everything we think can't crash, will crash if it's not glorifying God. You have to change your businesses, you have to change your operations, your occupations, everything, and be on safe ground. So it's not just silver. Silver is not the purpose to get it. Silver, to make a clear point, one more clear point, I've already made it, but I want to make it real clear, is for an immediate action you can safeguard your wealth until you can get to land in a agrarian way based of life. You don't have to change being a doctor. You don't have to change being an office worker or equipment operator. But you need to be in the agrarian side of the life. There's a grace attached to that of putting up tomatoes. Some of our greatest joys are doing that canning or doing on meats. And it keeps you close to God. Because you're not dependent on the stock market, you're dependent on the rain. And when you're in drought, are you having to labor harder for the tomatoes and carry it like they did in Medjugorje for the tobacco? Buckets of water, which is torturous. And then Maria said, working to midnight in these drought periods of carrying water to the fields, that they came home and they were so happy and they were laughing. And she said, there's kids who were crying during the daytime. By the sweat of your brow shall you eat. This is the grace. And I can tell you prophetically, you, your friends, your family, your bishop, the Pope, and myself, is going to regret that we have not enough time to do what we want to do. We're going to want a little more time. The fasten seatbelt light lit up The pilot's voice came on He said we're losing power Please everyone stay calm We've notified Atlanta We'll get there if we can that's the closest runway Big enough for us to land There's a doctor and his wife On the way to see their daughter There's a mom with a newborn Sitting next to a lawyer Who for the last five years Hadn't spoken with his dad Now it's running through his mind As I sure wish I had a little more time to say some things I should have And a little more time to do some things I could have 
God, I give anything for a little more time. Three rows back, a girl's in tears. She's fumbling with her phone. Wants to tell her folks I love you, in case she don't make it home. Next to her, there sits a man who had a big fight with his wife. He's thinking all I really need to set things right. It's a little more time to say some things I should have. And a little more time to do some things I could have. God, I'd give anything for a little more time. When they set that big bird down Then she rode to a stop And everyone got a little more time To say some things they should have And a little more time To do some things they could have God knows they're thankful for Yeah, God knows Thankful for a little more time, a little more time. Mm -hmm. Precious time. We have to our lady a little more time. How are you going to use it? What decisions do you make today? Listen to this broadcast a second time, prayerfully, because we're going to regret, no matter what we do, that we didn't do more when the first secret comes out. And Mariana, of course, it says we're in that moment. Moment means time. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Metronomic Show with a friend of Mechigoria. To order this show on CD, you can contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000.